The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Diss tracks, so tracks that I guess criticise exes. So this, in this case, uh, Miley Cyrus was throwing shade at her uh, ex-husband Liam Hemsworth, and the song was even uh, pointedly released on his birthday. Well, Ed Smith of Today FM Rocks is with me to talk about this uh, curious musical subgenre. Ed. Is there nothing to be said for the stoicism of Tammy Wynette, who would stand by her man? D-I-V-O-R. Listen, uh, the diss track, as it's called, is very prevalent in the hip-hop genre, as many of us will know. But it's been around for many, many years, as we'll soon uh, discuss. I have to say, Liam Helmsworth, I'm sure he hasn't been seen since. There's nothing left of him but dust after what she has done to him. It's there. Great an song. absolute pummeling. That's a fantastic song. She's the absolute queen. Uh, Miley Cyrus. But I'm going to start, uh, Kieran, if you don't mind, with, I suppose... The Queen of Them All. Oh, uh, yeah? The song, the, probably the most dissected and discussed diss track of all time, 1972. Carly Simon, You're So Vain. <gasps> Who's uh, it about? Who's it about? It has been provided uh, links for lazy DJs since in and around 1972, <laughs> uh, myself included. But the little bit of background on this, actually the song was originally called Bless You Ben, uh, rather oddly. Um, she was at a party with a friend and a very, 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 very famous person walked in and her friend turned around to her and said, look at that guy, he just walked in like he just walked onto a yacht. And she went, oh, that's good. So she changed the song entirely. She has, in good grace, actually, Carly Simon has probably been, in the last 40 years, been inundated with questions about who the subject matter of your soul vein. She finally auctioned off the information uh, back in 2015. She told one person uh, on the proviso that he doesn't tell anyone else. But she went and before she released her autobiography, she has revealed, as we all know, probably it's Warren Beatty. Kind of. <laughs> of the of the verses, one the second verse is specifically about about Warren Beatty. Okay, so if you could just cast your mind back, it is one of the great songs of all time. You had me several years ago when I was still naive. When you said you made such a pretty pair and that you would never leave, but you gave away the things you loved, and one of them was me. And another little interesting tidbit about this was that Mick Jagger does the backing vocals on Yes, You're So Vain. He did it uncredited, unpaid, and the rumor has it that he did so because uh, both it's fair to say what they call were legendary swordsmen mm-hmm. in the 70s. <laughs> and I think Mick Jagger would have seen Warren Beatty as very much a bit of a Lothario uh, nemesis as such. Mm. So it was a little dig back at Warren the Moriarty Beatty. Moriarty to his homes. Yeah, exactly. So he said to Kurt, oh, I'd love to do the back track. That's a great uh, Mick Jagger impression. <laughs> so he did the backing track on that. She's been hinting at it for years, but it is almost, for the most part, about Warren Beatty. Uh, 1970s, let's stick with it. There's a John Lennon track. This, of all the ones we're discussing uh, this afternoon, this evening, Kieran, this is probably the most vicious. Mm. Uh, this has gone down as legend, as one of the most vicious diss tracks of all time. So a little background on this. The Beatles broke up wasn't a happy camp uh, it's fair to say anyone who's seen Get Back or even done any reading on the Beatles it was a very acrimonious one of the most acrimonious breakups in history McCartney releases his first debut album McCartney in 1970 John Lennon took umbrage thinking that he was having a bit of dig at him and that and then he, McCartney released Ram 1971 often maligned at the time has gone on to be rightly so considered one of his best solo albums and on that album is a song that John Lennon definitely thought was having a go at him. So in his album, in 1971 as well, Imagine, the legendary Imagine, he released a track called How Do You Sleep? And in it... And a big pile of money. Yeah, How Do You Sleep? (laughs) Very much directly, uh, right between the eyeballs of Paul McCartney kind of thing, you know. So some of the the lines, it's very caustic, this. Those freaks were right when they said you was dead because there there was the rumour of course. 
So what what Lennon's saying here is that you uh, your 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 capabilities and your skills as a songwriter have been dead for years. The only thing you've done was yesterday, and since you've gone, you're just another day away, and another day away is another track on the album. So it was absolutely, and everyone that heard it. And interestingly enough, he asked a couple of the, he asked Ringo to drum on it, and he asked George Harrison. Ringo had a look and heard listened to the song and went, absolutely no way. Peace of love, peace of love. So he d- declined to appear on the track, but interestingly, George Harrison does. Oh. So that's how things. Now, uh, uh, since then, you know, obviously a couple yeah. years later, they kind of made some kind of detente. But that will go down as probably the most vicious. That's when uh, things were most toxic. Very, 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 them. very toxic. So we're going to sp- spin ahead to another couple of years, two thousand and two. I absolutely twenty-one years ago. But it is still. I think this is one of the great pop songs of all time. I absolutely love "Crimey River" from. Justin Timberlake came out in 2002 and it wasn't apparent at the time when the song hit radio. Oh, it's just a great, an absolute banger produced by the brilliant Timberland. And then people saw the video. And, uh, oh, so it's very obvious from the video. So what had happened was Justin Timberlake had been in a relationship, a very high profile, obviously, mm-hmm. relationship with Britney Spears. They'd met at the Disney's Mickey Mouse Club years ago and they went on to for two and a half years that they were going out. They broke up in 2002 with accusations coming from Camp Timberland or Timberlake even, there's a lot of timber in that duo, saying that she cheated on him with her uh, choreographer. Uh, he found out, obviously wasn't best pleased, went straight to the studio. This is the story, went straight to the studio. He goes, oh man, I'm so angry. I'm so angry about Britney treating on me. So they, him and Timberlake got together and goes, oh, okay, let's, let's write a song about it, man. So that was the song <laughs> that came out. Thank God they did, honestly. It's, it's, one of, it's an absolute, absolute classic. But there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever, because in the video, he's kind of flipped it on its head. He's got a CCTV footage of him cheating on, uh, or sorry, having sorry, interactions with a young lady when his girlfriend walks in and sees them and he looks up and he wants her to see him cheating on her and the girl that they've chosen uh, they've auditioned to play uh, <coughs> his now ex-girlfriend in the video is the absolute bulb of Britney Spears so, yeah she yeah. absolutely has like I said I can't believe it's uh, it's 21 years old uh, that song I, I kind of call this a kind of a musical subgenre. that's maybe unfair it probably was once Adele in the last few years has has, has made it a genre in and of itself as oh, has there's no, there's Taylor no, Swift uh, the Duchess of Dis herself yes. she's you know you could, you could say you know you could take it I'm not going to try and uh, anger the Swifties. We'll get to that in a second, but... Oh, please tell me you're she, going to do a Taylor Swift accent she, as well. Uh, You've done everyone else, Ed. You've Taylor got to do Swift, it. God damn it. Yeah, that's Taylor Swift right there. <laughs> Rootin' tootin' all that recording music. Uh, so, she... Uh, <laughs> she was going out with a young buck by the name of Jake Gyllenhaal is the correct pronunciation mm-hmm. of his name. They were going out only for a couple of months at the end, I think, of, what, 2010 or so. They broke up, would you believe? <gasps> And from the, the flames, from the phoenix, uh, rose from those <laughs> ashes was, the, uh, actually, she dissed him twice on the album Red. So we are never getting back together. And then the other track was All Too Well. So she was not best pleased with the breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and what happened then was, in the lyrics of the song, I'm going to miss you picking fights and me falling for it, screaming that I'm right. How could you hide away and find your peace of mind with some indie record that's much cooler than mine? Whoa. So she's having to go. He's a little bit pretentious. Yeah, at his uh, taste. And then in, she re-recorded a lot of her albums, obviously for legal reasons. And in the re-release version of Red, there's actually <laughs> she is no joke, Taylor Swift. Uh, there's a ten-minute version of the other diss track. She's re-recorded a ten-minute version of it. It's called right. All Too Well, in which again makes reference to some scarf shenanigans. And in the video, she's again chosen someone that looks very like Jake Gyllenhaal. And he actually came out and made comment only last year, and said because he was. 
a lot of people are asking about it. Yeah. Going, hey, hey, what do you think about... Uh, and he came out in a very dignified response and he made a very valid point, I think. He goes, look, she has every right to draw on whatever experiences she's had in the past. It's nothing to do with me as such. But, he said, she does have responsibility for her fans. He was getting absolutely trolled left, right and centre quite viciously yeah. uh, by the Swifties who are not to be trifled with. So he came out and said, listen, you know, call off the dogs. It's unfair what you've done. She's unleashed the hounds on me. Back off. And I thought that was an absolutely fair thing to say because her fans are frightening. Well, we don't want to frighten those no, fans. I think after that awful, awful, awful <laughs> attempt at Taylor Swift's accent, we have, to, we have to take a little listen to Taylor Swift. Ed Smith, pleasure as always Thank to you talk very to you much. again soon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.